sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome, 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 welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Sean Sides. And that's Tom Sides. How you doing, Thomas? I am doing all right, man. I'm doing good. What's going on with you, buddy? Not too much. Just uh, sitting here looking at you across our uh, interaction here and enjoying the view of our matching hats. Yeah. Uh, two sides of the story hats as you posted the picture up there. I thought I'd just mention that right off the hop because we're both looking quite dapper, I might say. The hats look good, eh? Yeah. Yeah, they're sexy. Yeah. So we've gotten a lot of feedback about the hats. Like, you know, a few people have chimed in going like, they're fucking legit. I wouldn't mind having one. And I gotta yeah. say, like now I'm gonna get on our uh you know our merch person and be like, okay, well the fucking hats are a go. Yeah, for so sure. So let me get it discussed with them and then we'll see what happens with that hats in the future. So just hear us out on the podcast or check us out. Stay tuned, the hats are coming. These are strictly a thing that Sean and I did for the show to see if anyone would like want some. And fuck, it looks like people want some. We didn't even really do it like with the idea of people wanting it. We just did it because we're like, we want badass fucking hats for our podcast. And then yeah. people are like reaching out to us going, where the hell do I get my hat? <laughs> the, the hats are fucking legit. Like the the logo pops and then like the the logo on the blue just fucking shout. I, I love them. They're great. Yeah, they're sick. It's a good hat for damn yeah. sure. Yeah. They're um, so Halloween passed. Did you end up doing anything for Halloween? No, I, I did the horror movies all month and then uh, I picked up shifts because I was in Vancouver. And I'll tell you this, man. I'm done with Vancouver. I'm done. Like, I'm that's it. I'm gone. As of the release of this podcast, yours truly will be a Fredericton resident. Very exciting stuff, sir. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank from you. From all of us here at Two Sides of the Story. All one of us. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing dude i'm excited yeah. for you it's gonna be good we're all we're gonna have like a three hour difference instead of a two yeah we'll work it out <laughs> yeah. yeah no i uh so uh we're saturday recording this i hit the road tomorrow morning driving to fredericton so that is the new fucking thing that's going on here i know like you wanted to talk about halloween we'll get back to it no worries it's a the good reason why i liked it yeah the reason why I didn't do anything for Halloween is that I just filled up my time bank so I could take a few days off so I can make the transfer happen. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So my big announcement this week is Tommy's no longer a Vancouver and or Montreal resident. I'm going to the only bilingual province that is New Brunswick and I'm starting new routes in Fredericton. Yeah, man. That, like, I'm so excited for you. You've been talking about this for since we started this podcast damn near and you know you were dreading going back to vancouver and this didn't, didn't last that long so you know what i, I mean it's nice I gotta, I gotta say i'm pretty impressed that it didn't last that fucking long i was worried yeah. that it was going to be like a year or something like that before anything happened but no it was like a month and a bit and then like i got one call and like all right man pick pick a station and i said Fredericton, and they're like okay cool and then I got another call, like, can you go on the 10th? I'm like, I can go on the 10th. And like, cool, November 10th is your start date. And boom, as of November 10th, I start working uh, Fredericton. And as of 
Sunday, so as of this recording yesterday, I would have made my way to Fredericton, and hopefully I survived it. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be an interesting drive. Have you driven there before? A few times. The last time I did the drive, I came just so close to fucking hitting a moose. If you ever do the Audi's drive, man, just avoid nighttime driving. Nighttime driving is a fucking nightmare. And like, so sometimes you get to these stints where you just can't have high beams. So I turned off the high beams. And the moment I turn the high beams on, fucking lo and behold, there's a goddamn moose on the road. Swerve out of the right, dodge that shit like the Matrix. My mom's driving, uh, sitting in the passenger seat beside me going, what the fuck is going on? Because I just woke up from that fucking <laughs> maneuver I had to pull. She was just like, we almost hit a moose. She was like, how did we almost hit a moose? And I'm like, go back to sleep. Everything's fine. But yeah, no, there was, uh, it was a, a fucking few close calls. So if you ever do a Canadian road trip where you go from Edmonton the east to the east, daytime driving man it's legit yeah avoid most of the time that we've done that like i've made the drive not myself but been on the drive from here to toronto many times Mm -hmm. and uh i we always kind of do travel during the day other than other than when we moved out here to alberta the first time it was like the worst fucking snowstorm that we ontario had seen in 10 years Mm -hmm. and we left at like nine o'clock at night and my dad drove through the night i still remember that like feeling of angst in our stomachs like you know, following the semi because you can see his lights. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it just an easy follow. You just stay within three feet of him. And believe me, if he hits a moose, he survives that shit. We were exactly in like, we rented like a shitty Yaris. So like if we hit that <laughs> moose, no more Thomas, no more Shelly. Like it's fucking. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. moose are pretty goddamn big creatures for the people that listen to this podcast that aren't Canadian like when they, they walk into the city, sometimes like you see them in Banff and Jasper all across the country, they're big fucking animals. Yeah. They're fucking huge. And it's like, that one guy is and they're cool, solid. They're solid. And they taste delicious. They do actually, they do taste delicious. They will give you that. <laughs> I've had, I, I've had moose before in my day and you know, pretty fucking scrumptious, but like all my moose guys are gone. I had a lot of moose guys, but they were all old men who went hunting and they've all since passed. I need some more moose guys in my life. Well, hey, hey, listeners, if any of you guys have a moose guy in your Edmonton, let Sean know because he needs a please do. Yeah, I'll fucking eat some of it for them. I swear to God. Yeah, it's gonna be (laughs) legit. So, yeah, go ahead. No, no, you first. I'm bringing us back to Halloween so you can go. I was literally just about to 360 back to Halloween, real quick. Perfect. Okay, so I went to a haunted house for the first time. How'd you do with that? What's that? Sorry, how'd you do with that? It was really fun. Like I was overly impressed. It was Deadmonton, they call it. Mm-hmm. I was overly impressed with like the props. You know, yeah. it's like walking through a 1980s horror movie times 50 because every different room had their little scenes and the costumes like to scare people. Like the one, one of the ones that stood out was a chair. Mm-hmm. It was just, just a chair in a room, but it was actually a dude wearing a costume and okay. just the way he folded down and rose up. It was like, oh, fuck that. Like it was pretty good. Like just creepy. Lots of jump scares in the outdoor one. Lots of like creepier scares on the inside. Mm-hmm. It was fun. How many jump scares? Like, were you a bit of a bitch or did you handle it like a man? No, I was fine. The only thing that really got me is we were walking down this like thin hallway and they had cutouts at head level and uh, guys would run at it fast and whisper in your ear. 
and one of those like kind of like whoa like it got me a little bit yeah. but crystal like i was holding my hand through the outdoor like the outdoor one's all about the jump scares because it's yeah. dark and it's you're outside and they have it like designed in such a way where there's long corridors that you walk but lots mm -hmm. of cutouts that you can't see because it's dark and anyways yeah i was holding her hand and she was like fucking screaming every which way because they were getting her pretty good with oh, it. oh crystal got caught Oh yeah, she got they got her good for sure. She was had a few moments of like ducking down, like no, 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 Fucking hey. Was it just you it was and Crystal? Or did you go with a group of people? And we went with a group, but we kind of like separated at points because you you know, if you're the last person in the group, you miss out on all the jump scares. So there was actually eleven of us, but we split into groups of three basically and one group of two, so that we could kind of stagger ourselves so everyone would get the scares like naturally. Yeah. Were you the group of two or the group of three? Three. Who was your third? Um, who was it now? Uh, shit, I can't remember. Oh, wait, it was Kieran. No, it was um, split between Kieran and Dwayne. Oh, and Dwayne, please, please, please tell me Kieran was just so scared. The only time that I saw him like get got is we were all shooting the shit, waiting in the lineup to get into the haunted house, and they have guys like the way they have it set up is you like go through these tents, and so you get like to the edge of the tent and you're standing there. And he was talking with me and Crystal and all of a sudden there was a like huge demon looking guy and he got like millimeters away from Kieran's face waiting for him to turn back because he was turned back looking to us talking. Mm. So when he turned back, he was like, oh, he's like, Jesus Christ, like was right up in his face. Right. So, so you got scared right at the beginning. Yeah. Fucking yeah. soft, Kieran. Fucking <laughs> soft. That was really good, though. Like even uh, Dwayne, like he's mr macho like this fucking bullshit all the, like this gay not gay but like sorry that was harsh but you know, know what i'm saying saying, yeah yeah he's just that kind of guy so anyways um he was very impressed too he nice. was like holy shit that was way better than i expected years ago a friend of mine in kenville ontario asked for help with a haunted house she was putting on and so i yeah. i went so i dressed in like farm clothes i guess you could say and i had like a jason mask and like a fake machete and i pretended that i was hung from the thing and i would scare kids now these kids were little but the thing that bothered me the most was moms that took their kids through the haunted house not wanting their kids to be scared that's ridiculous like do you know what you, this is yeah like like i don't understand what you expect at this thing like like it's like going to an all-you-can-eat meat buffet and going i'm a vegan like i like why are you here this isn't for you yeah i 100 percent agree it's like going specifically to a thing that you don't want to be at just so you could complain about it yeah it's literally ridiculous it was the dumbest thing like granted there were like kids were like 10 or 12 like it wasn't like it, like i was involved it wasn't the fucking scariest thing like it took place <laughs> at a uh community center type of thing and they made a path and it was just kind of scare the kids as best as you could and i did my best and i got a couple of scares i was a little bit proud of myself but there were like a bunch of parents that would take their kids through which you know i get but also like don't say don't scare my kids at a haunted house yeah that's kind or of one job is to scare your kid yeah and i like my job while i'm here yeah. Oh, I, oh! I loved it. I fucking love scaring kids. Yeah, that was the, it would it was be fun. The, I would yeah, enjoy was, the shit out of that. But like, the have the audacity to go, don't do the one thing you're here to do. 
What is wrong you see, with you? In that scenario, like myself, I think that I would be in full character of the person I am. So I would just like play on that and not break character. You oh, know and, what I, I mean? and I didn't. I Good. didn't. Good. And it's not like, and, and like they just kept on going, right? Yeah. What do you do, right? That's yeah, they just kept going. So it's not like I had to deal with someone going, "Hey, I told you not to scare my kid." I went, like, and I have to like, I mean, you're at a haunted house. I mean, they're kind of self-explanatory. If you don't want me to scare your kid, how about don't take your kid throughout a, a haunted house? <laughs> but hey, who am I to judge? While we're speaking of what the internet calls Karens, um, I'm in a group like that's like a neighborhood group, like uh, for a newer neighborhood in the city. And a buddy of mine moved into this neighborhood and there's always like ridiculous drama. And when we have parties, we'll see like five posts about how the house on this crescent was fucking obnoxious last night. And we laugh about it. Yeah. That's why I'm in the group. But was I noticed it, that was it your house. What's that, sir? Was it your? Oh, house? yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was the house that the party was at. That's oh, okay. why I'm on it because it was, they kept talking about it. I was like, fucking add me to this group. I want to see this. So, anyways, yeah. they have like 47 Karens in the group. They're like, for Halloween, they were all releasing agreed upon rules of how the trick or treating was going to work. So, there was houses that they had to put like a yellow ribbon or some shit if it was going to be scarier for kids five and under like the it was just so obnoxious thomas there was like 15 rules and then they were like posting about it okay everyone don't forget tonight's gonna be the night nobody do any of these things you need to read these rules because our kids are going to be trick-or-treating your neighborhood and i was just like is this fucking real life? Like I took a screenshot and sent it to the buddy that lives there. I'm like, what the fuck neighborhood are you living in? Here's my big question though. Like what if you aren't a part of that group? Like, honestly, you just, yeah. Then you're just like an asshole. Like you're just all, not in the know. Like, they all turn their nose to you. Right. Like you're not a Facebook guy. Like I'm not a Facebook guy. Like, yeah, exactly. Like I'm really not like uh, most no. of the posts I make on Instagram is just stuff for our podcast. They just transfer over. Cause that's how I work. <laughs> for sure. It. Aside from that, like, I don't do shit on Facebook. No, and I so, know shit loads of people who have no social media of any kind. So they would have yeah. no idea. And that's what makes it so obnoxious is like, then you're going to have like these 47 Karens pissed off at you because your house was too scary at a certain time slot when you shouldn't or like you were assigned in this region that you should be giving out this kind of candy or you were and i was just like oh my god like it, i like i should forward you this list if i can find this i don't know if uh, I can. please do because i love crazy. a good ridiculous fucking thing it's just crazy like um, let kids have fun don't try to put too many yeah. fucking rules on them like i don't even understand like first and foremost halloween decorations like nowadays aren't like even still aren't that scary yeah you got those automatic witches and i'm not gonna lie i fall from every single fucking time like those <laughs> you pass by them and they laugh at you like oh i wasn't expecting you to make noise and you did and <laughs> like they get me but like if we're being honest here like what halloween decorations would you have unless you are purposely going into costume pretending not to like you don't move like pretending you are yeah, that's like, a classic art. one for sure. yeah that is the classic move so my question to you is like what if you're not on this memo are you are you, are you a bad person do you get banned from the neighborhood somehow like, you'll be someone come to your door fucking stupid moms that live there that want to tell you what to do no no but like do they come to your door and tell you off i bet i bet they would 
because they're fucking Karens. Excuse me, but actually, during this time period, you're not supposed to be doing this. And then I like, can you imagine being the guy who's like, didn't you see the group post? And they're like giving you all kinds of shit. Yeah. And you're like, and you're just like, no, I didn't. Uh, what, what the fuck are you talking and about? First right and first and foremost, no, I'm not part of any. Group. I can do whatever the fuck I want on my property. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to adhere turn. to what you want. I <laughs> here on my land. I do whatever I fuck I want. Yeah, it would definitely be one of those moments where you scream, get the hell off Those, my those are one of those moments where I would tell a lady to have a Coke and a smile, a smile and shut the fuck up. Like that, that <laughs> those are the things that really bother me because people think that they can tell you what to do because like for them, it's an inconvenience. But yeah, but kindly go fuck yourself because you, you do not yeah, have not- the right to tell anyone what to do with their lives ever, ever. And like, and this applies to a lot of things. Like I have friends that don't want to be vaccinated and that's fine i do not tell them that they should i do the only time i tell them that they should is when i go like hey man you want to go to dinner here and they're like i can't get in because i'm not vaccinated and i go <laughs> well that's fucking on you now isn't it like I, yeah. honestly i don't even give a shit about your health at this point i want you to get vaccinated just so i can hang out with you not at your house because you can't do anything yeah completely reasonable yeah i try not to tell i never really tell people what to do in the sense of like how to live their lives or how they should live their life. I don't uh, go down that road because I, in the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not to sound callous, but I just don't give a fuck what other people do with their life. I know what I'm going to do with my life and what I want to, how I want to live. And if other people don't want to like align with that, then have a good fucking life in your own pile, whatever you want to build it to be. I I wish I lived in Dwayne's neighborhood and I wish that I had my own property just to go, you know what? You can eat a big can of penguin shit. You do not tell me what to do on my own property. So if I want yeah. to scare your kid because they want candy, guess what, lady? I'm going to scare your kid. Yeah, it would make it worse. Like, you're like, next year, I'm fucking planning this out. Oh, <laughs> Wayne, I hope you're listening. Start it actually eating. wasn't Dwayne's neighborhood, for the record. Oh, I was, I was assuming. I just said yeah. a, a friend's neighborhood. I just went oh. with, so whatever. I just didn't want to, like, Dwayne to hear it. Be this like, particular friend. Dwayne? Do it too. I don't give a shit. I don't know where yeah, you live. He'd love it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is fuck your neighborhood up. Scare the kids. <laughs> Go nuts. Wear a costume. How are they going to find you? You're wearing a fucking costume. I, what I say is you just go around the neighborhood scaring the neighborhood kids and then you just go around and just fuck shit up. I think that that's allowed. I agree. Why adhere to these rules? It's Halloween. It's supposed to be a spooky, scary night. That is a good idea, too. Like, you don't see people doing that. They only go for the scares on their own property. How much more fun would it be to, like, go in the middle of, like, where there's no houses, but, like, on the sidewalk wearing a fucking moss man suit waiting to jump out from underneath the grass that you pulled over yourself? Yeah, and you're just just out there having a good time. You don't hurt him. No one one except for, like, the severely elderly has (laughs) ever been killed from a fucking scare, I don't think. I don't think so either. I think that's to fair, be fair, fair I'm not a scientist, nor am I going to research this later. But like, there's a chance that I'm wrong. But at the same time, just yeah. like, I don't know, like, just let us go. We live in such a, like, like, I don't want to take like a side, but there are certain things that I just disagree with. And then telling me what I can and can't do in my own property would be such a fucking I would sooner move. Like, I feel like that should be in the disclosure of buying a house. Like that's going to be one of my questions going forward. I'm going to be like right up front with my real estate agent going, 
does this house come with a Facebook group that I have to adhere to rules? <laughs> it's a fair question. I, or at least nowadays, ask the neighbors. And if that well, happens, honestly, dude, every new neighborhood is like this. They all have their own little fucking Facebook group to talk shit in. And it's not only bad stuff. Like you see good stuff too, where there's like, like a woman who's like, I just bought the house on XXX street, blah, 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 blah. You live on a porno and- street? Yeah, exactly. And I don't know how to change a light bulb. Is there anyone that can help me? And then, but you know, 15 guys that. put their hands up and they're like, yeah, well, I'll come over right now and help you change that light bulb. No, but uh, see, that shit I'm for. Like, if you live yeah, in a community... I like, like that part. Yeah, that that's just, like, there's people that live in communities where like, listen, I have a bad back. I can't do this shit. Is there anyone that's willing to help me do this stuff? I have to get it done. For sure. I, just can't I do like it. that. Yeah. Like that, that, that's what they're for. For sure. But if you use a group like that to go like, I don't think people should be doing this on their own property to push your own you agenda fuck, in any yeah, way. Right. You could go fuck yourself. This is like, just jog my memory. So we just had like a civic election here in Edmonton voting for our mayor. Yeah. And I didn't tell you about this, but we go in to vote and you have to like sit down at a table. They fill out a couple pieces of paper with you. Right. So the woman reads the address on our licenses and she's like, do you, you guys, you have any idea the value of your house, the value of your property? It's not your house. It's the property because the LRT is getting built there. Like, do you have any idea how much your house, I could get you like, and then she starts going on this fucking spiel, proceeds to tell us that she's a real estate agent and she's working in the neighborhood and wants our business. And I'm like, this is so fucking wrong. I'm here to vote. I'm here to exercise my right to vote. And you fucking took this volunteer job to shove your business card up my ass. And I, yeah. I was like, this, I was nice and polite. And I just like heard her. I was like, oh yeah, like totally cool. Yeah. Like we, you know, that's a lot of money. Holy fuck. But I, like what a fucking. I'm not going to lie to you, man. You handle that a lot better than I think I would. Cause I've gotten to this point in my life where if someone says something dumb to me and you have been victim to this on this podcast, I hop <laughs> all over it. Like, if you say a dumb thing, know that I'm on you. I'll give you an example. The When I first got back to Montreal after my stand in Vancouver, uh, my buddy Morgan and I go to the bar. And um, so we're at, like, one of those taller bar, bar tables. Yeah. But in this bar, they have, like, a semi-wall. Like, there's, it's, like, a platform midway up, and there's no wall here, but there's, like, a platform. And it's where our table is, it was right up against that kind of platform. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Okay. So on... The platform next to my buddy Morgan is a stapler. Clearly, the bar stapler. Yeah. Fair to say. Yeah. Waitress comes up to us and goes, is that your stapler? And I do not skip a bit. I go, yeah, actually, it's his emotional support stapler. He doesn't leave anywhere without it. Uh, In fact, like you never know when you need to staple shit. If you've learned anything in his time in this 32 (laughs) years of living is that sometimes Things need to be stapled. And like, I didn't even have time to stop myself. I didn't have time to just go, how will this make this person feel? (laughs) I just reacted at this person going, this is one of the dumbest questions I've ever heard in my life. And I need you to be a part of it because what the fuck is who brings a fucking stapler to a bar? Honestly. And if you are a person that brings a stapler to a bar right into the podcast, I want to hear your story. What you're saying right now, I think, is like 100% a sides thing. Yeah. We can't let that kind of thing go unchallenged. And I'm in like the sharp wit 
that takes over, like you said, before you can even think there's words flying out of your mouth that could be construed as very, very hurtful to the person that's hearing oh. it or like, well, thanks buddy. Oh. But like, I just can't help it. It's an immediate sides reaction. Like I fuck you. unfortunately embarrassed the waitress. Yeah, of course. But to she be deserved fair, it. She deserved it. I don't think she deserved it. That's a little bit harsh. Well, you ask it was, someone if it's their I, it a, Yeah, it is a dumb question. Yeah. And I did like, then like she came by and I stopped her. I go, excuse me for a second. She's like, yeah, what can I do for you? I just go, yeah, uh, I had a stapler here and someone I think took it. If it's not too much trouble, I think maybe there was <laughs> some. Did you do this? I, Sean, I swear to God I did. <laughs> oh, I, girl. not only did I embarrass her one time, I beat a dead horse with this joke. <laughs> to the point That's where. That's the best way to do it. To the point where I went to other members of the staff asking if they've seen my stapler. <laughs> yeah, you and then my buddy to. like knew like brands of staplers. It was like it's a boss stitch. It means so much to me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I was just oh my god! Like we like it was like so funny, and it was just like the poor lady that had to deal with my nonsense just because she asked. Honestly, to her defense, she was trying to be polite. Yeah. That is her. Honestly, if you really dumb it down, yeah, her crime is trying to be polite. For sure. She probably knew that it was not a, a stapler, but it was near us. And then to grab it probably would have felt like it was rude. I hope However, there's not some form of like life and death situation that she finds herself in someday that would require her to ask someone yeah. if that is their stapler. And she's forever scarred that she'll never ask that question. And then the world's going to fall apart. But this has also opened up a whole new amount of jokes between me and Morgan. And I go to him, I go, Listen, where whenever you go to this particular bar now, like bring one of those like stapler removers <laughs> and just be like, no, 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 this is mine. <laughs> or like, or I text him the other day, he was going to like another bar that I wasn't joining him at. And I just text him, hey man, uh, just make sure that you bring your three-hole punch with you when you're at the bar. Just like <laughs> Do you know how <laughs> like almost every group of bros at some point says, Let's open a bar together. Yeah, it'd be fun like how i met your mother obviously covered this as well yeah but if you and morgan open a bar it's gonna be called the stapler and i, I think it's gonna be called off bar the, name. the uh office equipment yeah office supplies that's what it's called office supplies yeah. there you go but yeah no uh, and i kind of feel bad like after the fact now that i'm kind of hearing it out loud yeah maybe i'm a bit of a dick but like it is <laughs> it doesn't so, sound bad to me i just think it's fucking funny it just. is so hard for me to hear something so stupid yeah or like like a question like i did this to my mom the other day we were driving like a month and a half ago we were just driving down the street and she saw like condos being built and she goes hey do you think that these are condos or apartments and i go well mom when they consulted me on the project they were like <laughs> i think we should go with condos and i said no 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 make it apartments and the funny part of this is that you've told this on the podcast before because it was so obnoxious at the time. <laughs> yeah, but that's, like, that's the thing. Anytime someone says something so dumb to me, like, and it's like, I'm the only one that feels this way. If you are doing something that is dumb to me, I don't give crap about it. And you have like, you have been victim to this. When you it go happens. paper, rock, scissors, and I go, <laughs> that's not what it is. <laughs> I still say like that's a valid argument. Well, I don't want to like take up. I don't want this to become. I, too I have it on record that you said you said that by accident, and you and I both know it. 
<laughs> well, paper covers rock, though, right? So it should be on the top. Anyways, we'll move on. We'll move but rock on. kills scissors. Is it not as good? I think yeah, scissors kill paper. paper rock, you scissors. Just, so you just anti scissors? Like it this is the whole, the whole it thing. It circles around, around, right? I yeah. feel like it circles either way. Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna get into it, and it's gonna be a whole <laughs> astronaut caveman situation. Oh. <laughs> just, you know what? Now that we're on the astronaut caveman thing, I have to bring up the uh, email or email we got today or this week from uh, sounds good from Addison. Addison writes, "Hey Sean, you misspelled your name. He gave nice. you uh, Hey Scene. Oh wow, yeah, Hey Scene and Flapjack. I'm a big fan." <laughs> doesn't know how to spell your name but he's a huge fan sorry did he say flapjack are we bringing that is that a thing now apparently it's a thing addison i forgive you for calling me scene <laughs> <laughs> i'm an episode behind right now but i'll catch up soon i loved episode 28 big horror movie fan especially around halloween he he really liked episode 28 because this is addison my buddy who i gave a birthday shout out to at the beginning yeah. of episode 28 there's a big reason why it's much like how Kieran's favorite episode is episode episode 13. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Addison's a fucking great guy. We're going into this. Um, anyways, first of all, I just want to say I always call it paper, scissors, rock. I've never heard it any other way. He's a fucking <laughs> liar. <laughs> That's great. My question for Very Flapjack good. is now that William Shatner <laughs> is an astronaut, do you think he can beat a caveman in a fight? Also, a question for you both. If you found yourself in a horror movie situation where people you know start getting killed off one by one, you stay in fight or get that uh, get out of dodge? For argument's sake, we'll say it's Michael Myers Halloween doing the killing spree. Love the show, guys. Keep up the good work. Honestly, Addison, thank you very much uh, for writing in. That was fucking sweet of you. Re- really very funny, it. too. Yeah, I'm both insulted and intrigued. I'm smiling. Um, it is fucking hilarious. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll I'll answer my question first because I have had the astronaut versus caveman debate with Edison many many times before, and yeah. I am a firm believer that an astronaut would actually win that fight, basically because like cavemen have this spina bifida. Most astronauts come from an army background, and I feel like if it came down to one on one combat, skill would take over instincts. You know, I've had this debate and I don't want to enter it right now. I know I try. I'm trying to I'm fucking stroking my beard here, holding yeah. my fucking lips shut because I'm like, yeah. Thomas, killing. Like, I won't get into it. Yeah, I won't get into it. Killing is killing and fucking being a goddamn astronaut is being god. OK, sorry, I'm done. So well, my point done. is, my well, I have a follow up question is if we're going, are we going like prime Captain Kirk? Like, are we going like, like, are we going like <laughs> early era Shatner? Or are we talking like now? For the sake of argument, Prime Caveman, Prime Kirk. If we're going Prime Shatner versus Prime Caveman, you gotta give it to Shatner. Oh, the yeah. guy had fucking moves. I think he could have he could have done the job. <laughs> Plus, he's a Montrealer. I gotta give him the fucking edge. You know, um, it's fucked up. I just want to quickly add to this while we're um, I've not once in my years of watching the UFC so, see someone try the double fist to the stomach like Kirk does. Oh. And I don't know if it's just because he had it so perfected and they're worried that their technique's not on par, but I've never seen someone try it, and I'd like to see someone try it. I know Star Trek is a show, but you ever see Kirk lose a fight? No, exactly. And he always gets the girl. Always. Uh, But if we're talking like present-day Shatner (laughs) versus like 
If we're talking present day Shatner versus present day Caveman, I give Shatner the edge as well, mostly because present day uh, Cavemen are uh, stuffed animals that are at museums and don't really exist anymore. So I'll give them that edge as well. So Shatner, every time. I'd like to see because you know, like, do you know about the George Takai William Shatner feud? Oh, it is so fucking petty. They need to organize a fucking scrap. But here's the thing. Like, I thought they squashed the beef. That's why George Takei was on William Shatner's roast. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just a shtick now. And behind closed doors, they're fine with each other. We don't know. That's what I honestly, that's what I think. Maybe they always were. From what I've heard, because it was on a, it was brought up on a podcast I was recently listening to. And they brought it up is because like Shatner would cut certain Sulu scenes. Yeah, he wanted like the to be the main character always. Like he was supposed, I think Sulu was supposed to kiss Uhura for the first like kiss on screen like that. Yeah. And Shatner came in and was like, "I don't fucking think so. That's my scene," and he stole it from him. So I think that's part of it. You see it as like Shatner like doing this all. We all know that you're not into this. Like live your truth. And like leave the kissing of women to the chat dog. Yeah, maybe he was trying to be a good friend too, because he knew like at the time Sulu couldn't come out, you know. Yeah. And so he was like, Let me take the hit for you. But George Takai was like, It's my career. And that was like the first interracial kiss on TV. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. I did know that. Yeah. Did you also know that Deep Space Nine carries the first lesbian kiss on TV? I thought it was Buffy. Nope. They added some pretty like crazy love like sex scenes with Buffy, but Jetsia Dax takes the cake for that one. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. I heard this. I didn't fucking like and as, historically research this. I just heard it. So if I'm wrong, as we're, as we're speaking, we're at the 25 year anniversary of the Trials versus Tribulations, which is uh, the episode where. Deep Space Nine goes into the Tribbles episode of Star, the OG Star Trek, which is also kind of beneficial that we're talking about this, yeah. which I know for a fact that episode of uh, Deep Space Nine had a lot of inspiration for Avengers Endgame. Did it? Yeah. So uh, Feige has gone on record that he is a gigantic Star Trek fan. And Marcus and McFeely are the writers of Endgame and like a bunch of other uh, Marvel products are Star Trek fan. And so because of the trials and tribulations of just cutting in scenes of things that happened in the past and then just like adding people into the present. Yeah. They kind of took that idea and that's how they were able to like it inspired those past scenes of going into past marvel films to do the stuff like it's dope okay interesting yeah Yeah, i'm not surprised that shit touches everything that star trek stuff also it has one of my favorite lines of star trek in it which is please Worf. Worf, how come klingons (laughs) look like this but now the klingons look like you we klingons do not like to talk about it that is my favorite line of Star Trek. It is so lazy, and we don't want to go into it because it's going to take too much time, and also it's probably just bad writing to go, we didn't have makeup at the time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Did you... Um, Are you back on that yet or no? 
I'm back on it. Um, like I spend most of Halloween watching horror stuff, but yeah, yeah, we, we got to go back to the emails. So, uh, Addy had a other question, right? Good call, which Good was call. a question for both of you. If found yourself in a horror movie situation, Leave town. You, you just get right out of Dodge. I grab my, my peeps and run. I know who they are. They know who they are. We've already made an exit plan. If tragedy strikes our city, we already have a meetup point. We know where to be, when to be there. So it's fine. I have an and emergency for plan. Every and any tragedy? Major, major tragedies. Like someone is a fucking, like someone psycho trying to kill all of you, you and your group. Yeah. Like that type of scenario is included in the emergency escape plan. Question? Yeah. How many murders need to happen before you guys go to the meeting point? I'd say three is a good number because if one goes down, you're like, well, this is a tragedy too. You're like, what the fuck? Like, this is insane that they both died at three. You're like, oh, some motherfucker's hunting us down and killing us one by one. Okay. Yeah, I think sense? three I think three is the magic number. Three is like serial killer level, like unless you see it happen, and then I think one's enough. Because then you can spread the word. But if you go like I know you chose Michael Myers, so you go with Scream, the first couple murders are not seen, right? So like it's just yeah, oh my god, this person got murdered, and so did her boyfriend. Yeah. And that's kind of the premise for a lot of the stream movies going forward. It's this person and a significant other get fucking torn to bits. Mm-hmm. The one thing is that Michael Myers does not stop coming. Like, no. I feel like, for one, like you'd have to be at Camp Crystal Lake, which is cool, but at the same time, so you're right, Michael Myers. So I guess yeah, if you're you would survive being a in a community. Yeah, Michael Myers is in a community. Yeah. You're right. I got Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees confused there for a second. Yeah, I was I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Crystal yeah. Lake is Jason. Yes. Yeah, solid correction. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I think by murder three of people I am close to is I uh, get the fuck out of Dodge. But also, let's be realistic about certain things. I think out of my group of friends, I am the easiest first murder. Yeah, that's fair. I am not can- the fastest. I am the loudest, so you'll always hear me coming. And then, like, I, I'm just like, if you wanted the quick murder, I think I'm the guy to get. Fair. Like, if you wanted to start the process, you want to go, like, easy to difficult, which is, like, how most horror movies do it. Yeah. Like, no one gets, like, let's get the badass out of the way first, which, you know, it's logical. Yeah, of course. Go difficult and go easier. Yeah, like the prison rules. Yeah. But no, no, I feel like nah, I'm I'm probably I'll if I'm being realistic, I'm an early goner in a Michael Myers film. Yeah, that's fair. So I don't think I survive. I don't even I think I'm the first murderer. So before we even realize that shit's happening, I'm the first one that's gone. I feel like I'm the one sitting in the rocking chair with a shotgun when I'm 80 years old waiting for that bitch to return. That's fucking arrogant. That's what that is. <laughs> I'm a survivor. <laughs> no, I don't know. I uh... Haven't found myself in a horror movie just yet. So, but like I said, I don't know. You, you got to have an emergency plan in place. And if you don't, then what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah, I guess we're going to meet by the big tree in Edmonton. Yeah, exactly. On yeah. the left. Yeah. <laughs> Our American listeners are going to laugh a lot of that. Our Canadian listeners are going to be like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> um, 
But speaking of Halloween stuff, so a cool series I got into during uh, the month of October is a show called Midnight Mass. Have you seen this on Netflix? It rings a bell. Uh, maybe you recommended it to me. I think maybe you watched one or two episodes and you recommended it to me if we, if I recall now. It's entirely possible I brought it up on the last podcast. Yeah, was, that podcast like was like two weeks ago now, so now I don't uh, know what we three. talked about. Three, three weeks ago now? Yeah, because we did Deanna and the live. Fucking a that like I'm going through podcasts with drawls, buddy. I uh, tell me about it. I'm like but, like we're talking about Halloween and it's fucking a week ago already because we're like shit. We got to catch up on a few things we missed. Yeah. So the show Midnight Mass. Now I've watched the entire series and Sean, I gotta tell you, it's fantastic. Was it? It's not. It's not as much as like a horror as like what you're used to. So it's like it's not like. I think in an episode, you'll probably get one or two jump scares. Yeah, that's a lot. But, well, not not necessarily. You think about your own hour and a half horror movie, it's jump scare after jump scare after jump I scare. After, yeah. So you get like one or two jump scares throughout the, the whole episode. But what it really is, is fantastic storytelling. Hmm. Like, so it's from the same people that did uh, Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Blythe Manor. Yeah, okay. You've told me about those. Yeah. So Haunting of Hill House is legitimately a horror. That's what I would describe that as. It is like jump scares. There's like, I don't know what's happening. It's creepy as fuck. It is a horror. Haunting of Blythe Manor at its core is a love story. Right. This one, I don't really know how to categorize it. It's just a fantastic story. Hmm. And what it does is does two things makes you hate the catholic church more than you already do and then it gets you a little bit infuriated because it takes place in modern time but no one really says what's actually no one goes ahead and just be super blunt about what's actually happening now i don't want to spoil it for you and i feel like this may be a spoiler but it's like a vampire story yeah but no one comes out and says i think we're vampires and it's that, like it's like what they do in zombie shows or movies where they don't say zombie. Yeah, it, it bothers me a bit. We all yeah. know the word. Like, is there a copyright on this? Do we not have to? Are we not allowed to say it? Like, it, it, it irks me a little bit that we live in like they're living in a time where everyone has an iPhone and no one can go. I think we're vampires. How do you know that? Well, I don't know. I've heard of vampires my entire life. <laughs> Maybe there is no vampires in that world. But see, that's the thing that that's another thing that bothers me. In a world where vampires are real and then you've never heard of vampires, and yet we live in a world where vampires aren't real, and we've heard of vampires and we have heard of vampires. Like I get that there's two like very opposite spectrums of the coin, but like even in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, they kept vampires secret to the town that actually had vampires in it because it was easier to be like, no, vampires aren't a thing. They're a thing of your imagination, and yet the town is infested with them. Yeah, true. So, like, I don't know. It's like a fan of, like, supernatural shit. That kind of bothered me. But at the same time, fantastic story. Understandable. Not everything can be perfect. We sometimes find holes with things like that, or like you said, things that irk us, just because you're like, just just say it. Just say it. Like, one of you. One of you must realize what you are. (laughs) <laughs> you're drinking blood from a person and you don't realize that that's a trait a fucking huge trait of vampire 
Yeah, that's annoying. I yeah, feel like so I have the, the only same, way I like, forgive little... it, it. The only way I forgive it is that they live in a world where vampires, it's not a thing. Not in literature, yeah. not nothing. No one's ever heard of one before until it happened to this town. Bram Stoker place. died as a child. Yeah, just, just never happened. And then, boom, they just live this life of ignorance. That being said, it's good to know that it's a dope show. It's seven episodes. I think it's a fantastic watch. If you're into like trying something new and dipping your toe, what it is at its core is just fantastic storytelling. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out someday, like next I, Halloween. I think you should check it out like this week, but whatever. Dude, it's fucking Christmas season. I ain't got time for no Halloween shit no more. Yeah, ease into the Christmas stuff. November 12th. November 12th. I'm fucking waiting, but I've been already sprinkling a few Christmas songs throughout my work week because work's fucking tough right now. It's Saturday night that we're recording this, and I work 60 hours this week, so I'm like beat up, and I'm just like... To be fair, it's November 7th. As yeah. of recording, you said November 12th, like a whole bunch, and I don't know. No, why. I know. I said I ha- you have to wait till November 12th to be in full fucking Christmas mode because it's yeah. the day after Remembrance Day. But November 7th is like you can start sprinkling Christmas into your life a little bit, a little bit at a time. Yeah, I, that's fine. The spirit I'll, is heavy with this one. <laughs> I'll give it to you, buddy. I'll give it to you. Um, but yeah, so that now that we've answered like Addy's questions and now that we're moving on from the Halloween stuff, I just really wanted it you to notice that Midnight Mass, dope show. I really think you should get into it. Um, you want to get into the hockey pool a little bit? Yeah, sure. I haven't really checked on it in a couple of weeks. What's going on with it? You're a fucking liar. Because as of right now, you're sitting pretty at second place because Connor I was Gary... first earlier today, but it was uh, my team wasn't playing tonight. So, yeah. Yeah. So you were sitting pretty. You're sitting pretty at second place with 169.5 points. Um, Is that I ended... it? I, I was at 171 earlier. What the fuck? Yeah. Sometimes you lose points because guys you have on the ice are. I know. I get, I get the drill. I'm just saying that's fucking bullshit. I am at six. I've been like consistent at the middle of the pack i go from fourth to seventh i've been in there like that whole era and then with a gentleman's 116 who as of this recording got 15 points tonight is paul but he is in 12th place so i'm not gonna lie to you sean if i'm being completely honest yeah before the draft i did not think you're gonna be as successful as you were and you're killing i know hockey you don't think I know you, hockey? I don't think you know hockey. I think you know Edmonton Oilers and you're just hope for the best. We'll find out by the end of this pool, I guess. Yeah. I also think luck and having a good draft pick is a part it of it. It helps, yeah. But knowing your hockey players helps too, knowing who the up-and-comers are and who the bums are. You fucking stabbed in the dark anyone that wasn't an Oiler. That's not true. That's not true. I'm into hockey cards, Thomas. So I know the value. (laughs) Honestly, I'm into fucking hockey. That's how I know these guys. Yeah. Because I know how much their rookie cards are worth. Yeah. And the guys that are like fucking flying off the shelves, like Kirill Kaprasov, fucking Bowen Byram, a couple of these little fuckers that are starting to like, I pay attention to the sale prices 
And that's how I picked my team with a lot of the draft picks that were the younger guys. Cause I'm like, I fucking know how much I know whose cards are going for the more. I know that that's balanced in team and city as well, like more fan base, more yeah. value, but I'm just simply saying that it, it was not without strategy other than Capo Kacken. And that was fucking, stupid. I was about to bring him up. How's Capo I did have a strategy. I did have a strategy there. Cam Talbot was a fucking Oilers goalie, and I know how bad that motherfucker can shit the bed. Yeah. But apparently, he's fucking playing good this year. See, I was yeah. banking on the fact that Talbot was going to shit the bed, and then I could scoop him up. But anyways, yeah. we'll see what happens. Well, you didn't make a big trade for Capo Kapanen. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Picked it's up Carey Price deal. as he returns to a Montreal Canadiens on Monday. It, it felt dirty picking a fucking Canadian up because I know how much they suck. There's been and a lot I, of like rumors going on because let's be honest about the Edmonton Oilers. They need a steady goalie. We got goalies. We're fine. We don't need goalies. We have McDavid. No, see, that's the thing is eventually you're going to need goalies. We'll see. And Mike Smith is old. He's talented, but he's old. Because Koskinen can't keep up. He's He's rough sometimes. He is the weakest link on the Oilers right now. Yeah, he has his holes. Sometimes he's brilliant, but fuck me. And then you have your backup goalie, whatever the fuck his name is. Stuart Skinner, yeah. Yeah. He's not going to cut the mustard. Let's be honest. We'll see. No, no, not this year. There's no fucking way. But I think think the the rumor mill is that... Carey Price could head to Edmonton, man. I don't Montreal's know. I was going to have to free up some space on the cap. I know Edmonton, like Carey Price's run in Montreal may have, like, you know, I'm, like, I don't see him retiring with that team. I think he might try and go for a cup run. And uh, where's the place to do it? Edmonton may be the place to do that right now. Yeah. Your guys if are a top two team. Like, if we had solid fucking goaltending night in, night out. Game changer for any team, obviously. Yeah, it's hockey. You need a fucking decent goalie. We've had like rough goaltending for a long fucking time at Edmonton. Yeah, but the same man. There could be some options going forward where you get Carrison Price in your net, and I don't. I like as much as I would hate to see him leave Montreal. I think there's a good spot for him in Edmonton. There would be. Uh, it would be brilliant. Yeah. So I'd just I like to see what we'd have to give up to get him. That'd be the hard part. You're not giving up. We, you're not giving up McDavid, who my mom called today. David O'Connor. <laughs> That's very endearing. That was the cutest <laughs> thing I've ever said. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that David O'Connor goal. Um, like, but awesome. now that we're on like McDavid, I feel like you have yeah. a little story about McDavid that you want to share with us. A little one, yeah. So last night, um, he had the most beautiful fucking goal against New York. Yeah. He like took the puck into the zone by himself, skated through four fucking New York Rangers and scored a, just a fucking amazing goal. It was amazing. It was gorgeous. We it was gorgeous. And his, it was uh, fucking, my, my sister and Brolo were at the uh, game. They saw it. Like they saw it live. Jealous. And then uh, another thing I really liked was his interview post game where he was just saying, like, this is what the team pays me to do is to try and make these big goals happen. <laughs> now, it's not a thing like yeah. going one on four is not a smart thing normally, but I saw an opportunity and I took it and then capitalized. Like, he's humble and yeah. awesome at the same team at the same time. He is. No, yeah. it was definitely uh, something to be mentioned. That's for sure. 
Yeah, but uh, I feel like there's more to your story if you if you want to. Oh yeah, right. Okay, so part. Let's continue the story. So we, me and Crystal, like we had, I had to fucking work today, as I told you Saturday. What the fuck, Sean? What are you doing with your life? Why are you working on Saturday? Anyways, who does so that? I get home. Ah, uh, fuck. We get home. We eat lunch, and we're kind of lollygagging. We're we were making some plans to go see a friends, and then that fell through for a bit. So we're like, well, fuck. Let's just go to Tim Hortons, get a coffee. Then maybe we'll go do some shopping. So we went, got a coffee. She bought me a couple packs of Tim Hortons hockey cards, which I opened up right away and checked out. Usually I'll save them for when I get home. But I was like, fuck it this time. I'm going to check them out. So we fucking go on to our store. I'm not going to tell you what store it was because you'll. I'll tell you after the podcast. But No, no, no. Can't do that to our listeners. What store did you go to? I'm not out in McDavid. I ain't telling you what fucking. But anyways, I'm standing in this fucking store. I look over at this guy and I'm like, Crystal? that fucking looks like McDavid right there. And she's like, there's no way he'd be in this store. I'm like, baby, I'm telling you right now, that fucking looks like him. So he's with this girl with like uh, platinum blonde hair. And I'm like, that looks like McDavid's fucking girlfriend. So I'm like, I have to check. So I Google his girlfriend because I already know the guy looks exactly like McDavid. So I'm like, I'm going to Google his girlfriend and see if this girl looks like her. Cause if it is, then that's fucking McDavid. Cause I know like the, another selling factor before I go too far is I looked down immediately to see what his shoes were because like Forrest Gump said, you could tell a lot about a person by the type of shoes they're wearing. Yeah. So anyways, sorry about the Forrest Gump bit. I had to fucking put that in there. Anyways, I looked down his shoes, fucking Nike shoes. So I'm, I Google her. It's her. It's fucking McDavid's girlfriend. So I go over back to Crystal. I'm like, baby, I'm pretty sure it's him. And she's still like, there's no way. So I walk like past him kind of shoulder to shoulder. I angle myself so that I can walk directly past him. So I'm, I walk like, and I kind of like gently lean in. I'm like, Hey, and he's like, uh, what? And I'm like, great game last night, buddy. That fucking goal was amazing. And he was like, thanks man. Fuck. Like he didn't want to be seen where he was and I saw him. And so he was like a little bit embarrassed, but he was like, oh. and I'm like, dude, like, I'm sorry. I have to ask this. I need a selfie with you. Like, please, do you mind if we take a selfie? And he's like, no, no, that's cool, man. Like, so like took a quick selfie. He got the hell out of there. I come running back to Chris. I'm like, oh my God, Crystal. Oh my God. And I was like, so goddamn excited. So then she's like, Sean, we, you just opened that like Tim Horns hockey pack and you have a McDavid card in the car. And I was like, baby, like, there's no fucking way in hell that I can go back up to him again and ask for another thing. I'm like, I can't do it. And she's like, you have to do it, Sean. Like, you have to go fucking ask for his autograph. Like, let's go. We're going to beat him out. Go to, go to the car and we'll fucking wait for him to get the auto. Like, Crystal, like, I'm telling you right now, I can't fucking do it. Like, will you do it? And she's like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. You're so fucking soft right now. You're making your fiance go get an autograph for you. That's fucking soft behavior. It's for us. But also, <laughs> I'd already asked for a selfie. I'd already asked for a fucking selfie, and he gave me a goddamn selfie. And I'm like, anxiety almost. Like my hands are fucking sweating. I'm like shaking. So we get to the car. I'm like frantically searching for the pack that had that fucking red McDavid card in it. I find the card, hand it to her. Get find the big pen. I like fucking destroy her car because she's like, "There's a sharpie in here somewhere." <laughs> destroy the fucking car finding the sharpie. Found it. And then just as we're finishing this, she sees them starting to walk. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're there. So she walks over and she had hit record on her phone, but she put her phone in her pocket. So she has like the audio of her talking to him. 
and I have the video of them walking out of said store. Um, but yeah, she walked over and was like, Hey, like, I'm, I know you don't want to be bothered. Like you're just out doing your thing. Like, but would you mind like possibly signing this card for me? Like that was a like great game last night. Like one of the best games I've ever watched in my life. Like, thank you so much. And he was like the second that she like lifted her arms with the pen and the card, he immediately like grabbed it from her and started signing it and signed the card for us. Crystal came back to the car. She was fucking shaking like crazy. Like we mm. couldn't drive for a while because we were both just like so excited that that had just happened. Like to have the performance that they had last night and like the team seeing the team where they're at, not only did McDavid have that amazing mm. goal, but we also set a franchise record for the most amount of wins the Oilers have ever had to start off a season, like the best record. Yeah. And it was just like wicked timing to run into him. I do have to ask this. Was it at Wem? No, it was not. It was not at Wem. It was not at Wem. I can't believe it wasn't at Wem. Yeah, I know. You probably would have been onto something. Yeah. Honestly, Thomas, you would never in a million fucking years guess what store it was. It looked, I'll tell you. I, like have, I, said, I saw the I'm selfie. Not... I saw the selfie. Yeah. And it was telling me hot or cold. It looked like a Walmart. Don't, but don't like. I don't want to out him. You see, like yeah. he did a nice thing for me, and I just, oh. I would just want to appreciate. Oh, yeah. Even even it was Walmart. How it. dare, like Connor McDavid, just go to the store that has fucking everything? <laughs> oh, you need this? No, oh no, we that. have to go to like a hoity-toity place. No, but fucking Walmart has it. No, no, no. I'm gonna get accosted. We have to go to like. No, no, no. <laughs> I think, like, even if I was famous, I'd fucking go to fucking Walmart. Like, if you I know needed what's funny it, to me is, like, we met our very, like, I don't even think it's arguably. We met the best hockey player who's playing today amongst the sea of other humans who had fucking zero idea who he was. But because I love that man and I've seen that brow so many fucking times that wearing a mask and a hat pulled down, I was like, that's fucking McDavid. That's fucking McDavid. And I like it was exciting to be able to call that out. Was he wearing an Oilers right? hat? I, I can't remember from the no, no Oilers, no nothing Oilers on the man. Yeah. But it was nice clothes and like just the way he was dressed and like that's what sold it for me even more is like he looks nice and his shoes are nice and that's fucking Connor McDavid. And he was yeah. like super nice. Obviously, like I said, the place where he was, he didn't want to be seen. So he was a little bit like, oh, fuck me. Like, I've been recognized. But I was so discreet. I, like, whispered to him when I said, like, everything I said to him when we were in the place. I was, like, super quiet. And Crystal caught him just quickly as he came out. So it was not, like, interrupting. And his, his girlfriend was very gracious and very nice about it, too. When she she was just, like, tickled that she got to watch someone run up to him and be like, oh my God, it's you. <laughs> and the fact that he got recognized because he's that big, like he's a fucking superstar. Oh, 100%. I guarantee like, you, I could probably point out McDavid if I like, I saw him the way you saw him. Yeah. I bet you anything I can point him out. For sure. It was just like incredible to get that opportunity. And like, I've told you about how we went and got to meet the Oilers at Rexall or at Rogers place there and do the meet and greets, but we didn't get to meet him that night or get a picture with him. So to the fact that I got to get that picture and get that, we both had the meet and greet with him for a second there. It was, I felt good, man. It, we, it made our whole goddamn day. It was just a fun experience. And like, I don't know. I love the Oilers. I've been, I was born an Oilers fan and will be an Oilers fan till I die. And hmm. it was fucking cool to meet our best player that I've no, seen. Play I'm in not going to lie to you, man. I'm super jealous. That's fucking awesome for you, man. 
I've never met anyone cool in Montreal, yeah, believe it or not. Like all the cool people I've ever met in my life, I've met in uh in Edmonton. The exception of one. I met Reese Darby in Montreal. That was pretty fucking sweet. Nice. Yeah. It's like funny the, where life takes you, right? Yeah. If we had done anything different, if I had worked a little later, if I'd not worked at all, if we if you didn't go to decided tomorrow? not to go to Tim's. Yeah. That's and awesome, it's funny, man. like I've opened up. I've opened a bunch of those packs of hockey cards and not gotten any McDavid cards. And the fact that I opened them, because usually I would have just saved them until I got home. Yeah. Like it was just all meant to be in that sense of like perfect yeah. timing for everything. And to run into where we fucking ran into was like, what? What? Uh, so qu- quick question. Like in your little uh, standing with him, did you ask him if he was the anonymous writer from the podcast? <laughs> I was so frazzled, man. I wish that I had. I had an opportunity. I was like, dude, I love you. Listen to my podcast, Two Sides of the Story. I had my fucking opportunity to sell it to a superstar who could have taken us to the top and it let us down here at Two Sides of the Story. Listen, but I get that you're a little bit starstruck, game. but that's a little bit like, you know, you had an opportune moment for promo and alas, here you are. But I will put, with your permission, I will put the picture up with you and McDavid for promo of this week. On the I'll Instagram. send you another picture I have of it because it's better. Yeah. And I blacked out the background so that you can just kind of see us standing there. That way, no clues are given to where the fuck we were. You got the authentic original version, I'm, but I'm I want to like have the part. I want to black uh, post the blacked out picture, All and right. I'll, like I sent you the picture of the autograph card too, which is sick. I like that you're not acknowledging what I think it is, but it, you know, you know what? It could be Walgreens. Could be, except for there's no Walgreens in Edmonton. You could have not said that. People don't know that. People in well, Edmonton know I that. Just want to fucking keep it real here at two yeah. sides. So you were at a Marshalls. <laughs> I like how you're just throwing store names out there. Like I got a fucking no, Sean. Yeah, I, I, I don't even like, think. I feel I like I was I right with you. my first thing I said, and then now you're now that you kind of want me off the trail. Now I'm playing along. It's hard to tell, honestly. Like I was thinking about it, like just now, and like prior to even telling you this at all. I don't know that I should ever tell you the store because we're in like the hockey group together and your bros, you'll be like, I got to fucking tell them. Cause if they oh. listen to this and they'll be like, Thomas, they'll call you and be like, tell me. Oh yeah. Fucking you think that these fucking animals are going to hop on a plane tomorrow to Edmonton. That's not fucking happening. No, no, no. Not to like encounter him at the store. That's not what I'm worried about at all. Just the, it's unbelievable. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, man. It's fucking dope. And I'm happy that happened to you. It's funny. It's fun when you get to meet like people like that. I do want you to know that you have said on this podcast, if you ever met McDavid, you tell him about the podcast and you guys would be best friends and he would listen to the show and be our biggest fan. Now that you squandered this opportunity. <laughs> Honestly, um, I'm I'm easing in. This was the first meet and greet. Was the Next first time we'll feel a little bit warmer. We'll remember each other. Then my opportunities start to come. This is just the first the first step, you know? For all we know, he's fucking anonymous. The the first For all we know. The the first of many encounters. <laughs> it would explain a little bit too why he seemed a little bit withdrawn because I think he may have been the one who was starstruck. Whatever helps you get through the day, man. <laughs> <laughs> one can dream. Uh, Come on. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, now that we're on Edmonton, do you have anything you want to add about your encounter to McDavid? um it was exciting i made my whole day i think i said all that yeah he's very handsome oh yeah um his, you know, his girlfriend's very beautiful too 
you know what I like about your photo? You guys were wearing masks on it. You can yeah. tell that he was cool about it. You ever see that photo that went with him and that Asian couple yeah. where he looks yeah, 100%. As fuck and like yeah. I bet dollars to donuts they have no idea who he is. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. No, like, he was cool because I was cool. Like I could have been a dick because there was lots of people around and I could have like said his name and be like, oh my God, you know, and I was just too, super cool. Like I walked up and like whispered, whispered to him was like, hey man, like great fucking game. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there's yeah, a way you, to handle your interaction. You, you handled that well. You did handle yeah, it. Yeah, I was cool. Cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Which is, but, you know, so, were you shaken? Be honest. Oh yeah. Shaken? Oh yeah. Yeah. I was shook. We and Crystal were both fucking shook. But it was a great shook. Like, yeah. you know, you're not expecting it. And it sometimes, like, the universe, when you go through interesting patches or tougher patches, thing the universe can surprise you with something that, like, kind of brings your spirits up. You know what I mean? That's awesome, man. I'm actually, I'm like, I'm super happy for you. I'm a wee bit jealous, but that's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. Since we're on Edmonton, I want to bring up the fact that, like, uh, three, <coughs> I guess three weeks ago now, you and I were doing a podcast in the same room together. That's fucking, yeah. that was awesome, man. It was so nice to actually see you. Uh, you and Crystal took me out for a nice lunch. That was sweet. Um, I had a great time. I saw a bunch of people in Edmonton that I absolutely love. Um, I even got turned down by a chick who I'm pretty sure is a lesbian. Once you hear the story, I feel like you'll get it. And I got rejected immediately, even though I didn't make a move. It was the, this new thing women are doing where they're just rejecting me preemptively, which is nice. Oh. It doesn't that doesn't hurt the the old self self esteem at all. Um, <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So we went to this uh, restaurant in Edmonton, and I would tell you what it is because it was fucking delicious, and I hope you go there. It's in South Common, but I can't remember the name of it for the life of me right now. Um, and the there's the waitress going around, and she has coffee. And she's like, would you like more coffee? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, love a top me up. And she's like, I don't think you're my type. And I went, okay, well, that's a little presumptuous. Can I just have more coffee though, please? And like, I just didn't understand why. <laughs> like, you see there, she misheard what I said or something. Like, I don't know what happened. I just, yeah, no, please top me up with coffee. <laughs> like, I don't understand why you need to tell me I'm not your type. That's just mean for no reason. <laughs> Were you alone when this happened? Oh, or was I was having uh, breakfast with my friends, uh, Sarah and Rachel, like a beautiful, did, beautiful people. Did um, they appreciate what had just happened? I think they were a little bit as dumbfounded because like, so like they're lesbians too, which is why I brought yeah. this up. So I needed their insight. And like, what did I say? <laughs> like you ever say a thing and then you get that kind of reaction. And you're like, I must have said not what I said. Yeah, what did it sound like? Or did I say it wrong? What the fuck just happened? What? What? Yeah, like, I don't understand what happened to me. Why did this happen? So, yeah, she huh. came out of nowhere, like, hot off the gate, just like, here's some more coffee. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll love a top me up. I don't think you're my type. And I'm just like, okay. Uh, don't know why you have to hurt my feelings, but all right. <laughs> Yeah, that's rough. Um, yeah. Not very nice. Is this the first time this has happened? Preemptively being rejected? Like before I even yes. think about it? Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. I've never well, that's good. It's probably, a, it's probably a one and done. I wouldn't read too much into it. I've if never it happens a second and a third time. Yeah. I've never been rejected without any effort. 
But like in a world of communication, would you like more coffee? Yes, I would like more coffee. You know what? I don't think you're as handsome as you think you are. Fucking what now? (laughs) (laughs) It's like a new world where everyone's been on social media like too much because of COVID and shit. They're used to like swiping left or swiping right. So it's just on the forefront of their brain when they come up to people. Now they're like, this wouldn't work. But yeah, you can have a little bit more coffee. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I was just like, no, no, I just want the coffee. I don't I mean, mean that you don't want to give me a shot, but like, I also like, no one asked. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like, and you're just so dumbfounded by it. You wanted to like afterwards. You're like, you're not my type. But it's no, like, too uh, late and honestly, like, that's never happened to me. Like, I literally went to my friends, Rachel and Sarah, and went, "What did I say?" <laughs> that's so fucked up. <clears throat> like, I was so like. That what I thought I said was yes, Allah taught me up. And then I literally had that reaction from her and I had, I had to go, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to make of that one. That's fucked yeah. up. It was a lot of the funniest things that have ever happened to me in my life. I have been rejected a bunch of times. For someone to just tell me I'm not their type when they're offering me a thing and I say yes, please. <laughs> It's like, would you like more coffee? I would love some. By the way, you and I are never gonna happen. I, I cool. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, I had a follow-up question about that, but I was listening too much that my own thoughts fucking drifted away because that was a good fucking story yeah. and a fucked up story. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it happened the day after you and I did the podcast, and I want like I would have talked to it, like talked about it then and there, but. Yeah, no, it was the day after we went for breakfast and I just went, like, it was literally dumbfounded with what had happened to me. Yeah, that's rough. Um, While we're on the topic very briefly, I kind of talked to you about this off the podcast, but the hockey group, the people were being mean to you. They did a little bit there. I posted the picture of the guy matching the beards and I don't want to bring it up and bring too much light to it, but I I, I chimed in and it was like fucking 400 messages later, so I didn't say anything, but I was like, you motherfuckers are mean. You leave my cousin alone. <laughs> <laughs> so what had happened was uh, I called Morgan a fat fuck. <laughs> and I think it's really funny when I call someone a fat fuck. Yeah. I am for one, a fat fuck. <laughs> it's real pot calling the kettle black kind of thing. And I think it's mm-hmm. really funny. And like Morgan was like getting close to me. And then I got ahead of him again. I'm like, suck it, Morgan. I'm ahead of you in the league again. Suck it. You fat fuck. And everyone was just like, fucking what now? And then, like, Dave goes to Morgan's aid and just goes, I think this is a fair representation of Tom. And he shows me Cartman when he puts pubes on his face. And I'm just like, fuck, that is one of the best insults I have ever re- I have ever received in my entire life. It was bad. It was gold, but it was fucking bad. I was like, wow. I was like, you, you know, you miss out on the texts and there's, like, a stream of them in your street. You just kind of scroll through and you're like, oh, so I... I see a familiar face in Cartman and I look and then I look back. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that is fucking harsh. <laughs> it was fucking crude. And then it got, I love it. like it all comes from a good fun. Like no one else is saying, 
Like no one's that waitress from that restaurant I went to. No one's out to hurt me. No. Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Our friends can burn us the best, but yeah. they wouldn't actually hurt us like some fucking bitch ass waitress. Yeah, I, which I, you know, I'm not mad about, but also I just don't understand. <laughs> yeah. No, it'd be nice to have some insight. You should go back there next yeah. time you're in town and be like, "Can I just have a more your time?" I'm not hitting on you. I just. Why did you preemptively reject me? Because that was fucked up and it's been on my mind ever since. All I've asked was for more coffee and I don't understand what happened. <laughs> how, do you, yeah, how did you like uh, hanging out? Like we haven't done that in a red hot minute. That was a nice day. Yeah, it was nice seeing you for sure. It's been a while. Yeah, you it, got me that while, uh, sir. mint rub or peppermint rub. That. Oh yeah, how do you, you feel about that shit? It was nice and it lingered for hours. It was actually really nice. Yeah. It's not fucking bad. Just saying. For, for the listeners that are hearing this audibly, like, wh- what was it that you made me do? So uh, we were walking past when we were leaving the mall, uh, Sage. And I was like, hey, man, you ever fucking try that shit? Like the peppermint stuff? And you were like, no, man, I ain't never tried no fucking peppermint stuff. And so I was like, okay, we, well, we're fucking doing it. So I walked him into the little Sage kiosk and saw the lady and was like, you guys still got those peppermint rollers to people for people to try out? And of course she was like, Huzzah! like a cowboy whipping her gun out, pulled it out and fucking handed it to you to I'm like, this motherfucker doesn't know what he's doing. He's never had it before. So I took it and pepperminted you as a friend and cousin should do. And yeah, I just wanted you to experience that. It's basically like if you get headaches, peppermint oil is supposed to help with it a little bit. And it also just feels nice on your fucking neck. It's like soothing and you have this like peppermint kind of scent afterwards too. That's decent. Like it's probably like some fucking hocus pocus, witch fucking rub this shit on you and it'll cure your cancer kind of stuff. Yeah, Like not to that extent, but in that realm of like the believing of that type of shit. But I think it smells good, and I like the way it feels, so I use it. No, I gotta say, man, it was nice. I'd probably do that shit again. That was, like, pretty fucking wonderful. Yeah, it's nice when you're stressed, and, like, it's cheap. It's, like, 45 bucks for a little little roller that lasts, like, six months. Yeah, man, and it was, like, nice to, like, we wandered around uh, West Edmonton Mall, mostly to, like, get the hats done. Then we went for lunch at the Five and Dive. That was fucking dope. Yeah, like, the food sucked balls, but it was like a. I wasn't last place. at it, man. Like I don't understand. Like, are you expecting like a five star meal at a pub? Because no, you... that's just it. Not at all. It was just it was pub food. You know what yeah. I mean? And like pub food has, there's a spectrum of pub food where pub food can be like legit fucking food, and pub food can be really fucking bad, or pub food can just be eh, it's okay. And it was eh, it's okay. But you also got to figure out, like, everything at the five and dive costs $5.55. I think you got a lot of bang for your buck. That's true. That is true. So, like, on the ratio, like, <laughs> I'm not, I personally, I love the five and dive. It's more of, like, it is a place that I've been dying to go to for a while since leaving Edmonton. And yeah. I'm glad that we went together because, I personally, I was having a time there. Yeah, I liked the artwork for sure. It was nice. And it's, like, but, yeah, no, I like that spicy chicken sandwich I got. Like, I honestly what i want from a pub food is if i order a thing i want it to be the that exact thing yeah i ordered and it wasn't disappointing at all so good no yeah. it was it was interesting for sure i know I like yeah it was fun like going live on tiktok too, doing a fucking podcast through that yeah. avenue just to throw it out there and say fuck it do it a did, different way did crystal get more followers to I don't know if it like corresponded at all with any of that. Like, I can't say like, Oh my God, there was a huge influx. Like some people tuned in and tuned out, but 
we're still learning the feng shui of how things work when it comes to uh, the TikTok lives too. So yeah, and that know what that was a fun time, man. I uh, honestly, next time I'm in Edmonton, we'll make it happen. Or if you're ever in uh, Fredericton, we'll figure it out. Definitely. No, there'll be future get-togethers. Obviously, it was fun, like being in the same room as some. Like we were recording podcast thirty, so we've done like forty-five hours across from each other on the podcast that translates to if you do the math and then to like be in person it's like oh shit like from the time we were in person the last time to now i feel like we have a much better read on each other we know each other like a lot more in-depth stories and just like be in the same room again it was pretty fucking fun it'd be fun to like have a time where we don't have constraints on us too time wise like if we could get fucking drunk together you know what i mean not like yeah. you were a busy man you were in town first so i got like my time slot and i was like well we have a we knew we were going to get hats and we knew we wanted to get lunch and then it was like yeah. kind of podcast so i made like i made accommodations important like know that you had like a priority when I oh was, yeah i had a good chunk for sure it was all yeah. that's what i'm saying like we had to make the most of our time and i so was there on a just, whim too like it wasn't like we weren't planned out that way it kind of just worked out that way of just like like you didn't know i was coming to edmonton and then i text you i go like so i'm in edmonton now and you're like fucking what yeah man i'm in fucking edmonton are you off on friday he goes i am yeah. off on friday let's hang out and you were just like okay yeah which is wicked be- too, because like I've been working so many fucking Fridays and I just happened to have that one off. So it worked yeah. out great. But yeah, you no, know, like the whole point of this podcast when we began was obviously we both want to do a podcast. So we're like, let's fucking do a podcast. But the basis of it was let's get to know each other. And so mm-hmm. getting to do a face to face fucking primo. I enjoyed it. It was fun to see you. Yeah, man. It was a, honestly, you were super welcoming. And like, again, like, thank you for lunch. Uh, oh of course i was glad to have you like yeah i'll be a part of our lives in person yeah that was no that was a fun time crystal was super uh friendly and accommodating she was just like we're gonna do this for the show we're gonna do this like so like when i say accommodating i mean like like she kind of like the whole like live thing i think was her idea 100 percent. yeah and like i was just like cool like i kind of like it would have yeah. been helped to just record a podcast and she's like we're gonna do this this and this i'm just like <laughs> like where's your diabolical plan like where do you keep your lair crystal it's <laughs> crazy i love it yeah she's got she's very good at that kind of thing like accommodation and planning and crystal's like the ultimate party planner event planner like yeah. she loves that shit and so like you know she knew like, i was excited about seeing you too and that she supports the podcast through and through you know what i mean like she yeah. believes in us and she listens to it every week and like finds it funny enjoys listening to it right yeah. so no it's for sure nice when and I, I i i do regret joking at her expense when uh you text me it's like is it cool if crystal comes to lunch she wants to come and i was like my immediate response is fuck that noise hoping to god that you got that it was a joke and you're like what i went no no i'm just kidding <laughs> i would love it if she came i was that was sarcasm 100 percent. no no it, it, i would love for her to be there <laughs> yeah that's funny <laughs> Jokes are good. I like jokes. Yeah. I tell them all the time. Although it is really weird when you make them at your uh, cousin's fiance's expense and <laughs> no one knows you're kidding. 
I liked, I uh, told you when you first like said that, I was like, dude, we're, she's sitting right here with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that would have made for like a, like even like on a worst case scenario, like if I meant that, you would have been like, well, this podcast is done. This was fun. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. No, yeah. we're good. No, no, uh, no. Having Crystal like do what she did and give us her platform and all that stuff just to try and get followers. Like it was, it was a nice thing, and I was happy that we got to do it. And plus, I got a sword and a lunchbox out of it, so that was even fucking doper. <laughs> Did you bring it home with you? No, no, no it's still in Edmonton because I have Figured. to. I have to find a box. You know, you can't just take a sword on a carry on as a carry on, eh? It's such bullshit nowadays. Like you used to be able to do that kind of thing, and then fucking yeah. 11 had to ruin everything. Yeah, yeah, they, they're so mad when you bring a sword onto the plane going no 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 i'm just yeah, i'm just taking it there there could be some kind of way if you like have some kind of prosthetic fake leg thing made and got an aisle seat so you can keep your legs straight the whole time like there's gotta be a way maybe or i could just package it up properly yeah that's where i'm going this kind of thing does my game shit. plan yeah that works too either or, or. Either or. Yeah. Potato, potato. Which makes a better story in the end. I mailed a package this one time. Or I got a fake prosthetic leg made and tricked everyone into thinking and I smuggled sword across Canada on a fucking airplane. Or the realistic version of that is I tried to bring a sword on the plane and instead I got rectally searched and now I'm not allowed to (laughs) find anymore. I have a little bit of a limp that has not gone away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now I'm on a list. Wouldn't help with uh, the profession with which you seek. No, it would not. Oh, you you're you work on these things, but you're not allowed to go. Home? Precisely. Yeah. No, I fucked that whole. Thing. <laughs> um. Yeah. Moving on. Uh. So DC fandom happened last weekend, and a lot of t- cool trailers dropped, including a Flash trailer, where we got to hear Michael Keaton speak, and then we got the outline of him in the bat suit again like he wasn't you don't see keaton but you yeah. see that old 89 91 batman cowl the one where you can't turn his fucking neck so he can't back out of the driveway yeah but it was dope to see that hear keaton like that familiar voice and then there's hints at ben affleck ben affleck's supposed to be in the movie and then you get to see the old batmobile it's cool that uh dc has like been watching the marvel movies and wants to do exactly what they're doing but in like you know, in their universe. Oh, when exactly did they bring back Michael Keaton? Like the multiverse thing, I'm saying. Like, well, the like Spider Spider Man and all this. Like, so now DC's like, holy fuck! Like, we gotta try to do this too. Like, it's we better hurry. There's like three paths you could have taken on this. One is like, I'm so excited to do all of this. I'm can't. I feel like a kid again. Keaton is Batman. That's the shit. Two. Oh my god, the Flash movie. I've always loved the Flash. Three is like a negative route, and you chose violence. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it was just to get a rise. Oh my I know god. the Flash, like so me for me, I didn't read any of the Flash comic books, but I did watch one season of the TV show The Flash, and uh it was okay. If you read any Flash or you watch a Flash like animated movie, and there's plenty, yeah, watch the Flash Point. Because that is a great story, which this okay. movie is going to be based on. 
uh, is going to be different a bit because instead of uh, different or older Bruce Wayne, which Michael Keaton's supposed to be, yeah, um, they go with Batman's father becoming Batman, which is a dope ass story. So in the Flashpoint uh, paradox, I think it's f- fully called. Flash saves his mom from being murdered, but by doing that, changes the whole future for everybody. So instead, isn't that of, the TV show? I mean, every single year on the TV show, the Flash fucks up the future somehow. But I like, wasn't sure. Sorry, I was just yeah. asking. Like, this is an actual cartoon movie, or it is a cartoon movie? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, but in that, uh, so he goes to this new future. So Bruce Wayne doesn't exist because the person that killed Batman's parent, Bruce Wayne's parents. This time around, only killed Bruce Wayne, turning his father into a much more violent Batman that uses guns, and his okay. mother loses his her, loses her fucking mind and becomes the Joker. Sounds about right. And it's just like the story of this is fucking cool, and I really, yeah, it sounds really dark. If you wanted to get your hands on it somehow, like stream it some way or somehow, I do recommend you get your hands on this. It is, yeah, it sounds like a good watch. Yeah. It's a funny thing with comic book movies of any style. Like I haven't watched any of these trailers. I'm sure I'll watch all the movies because mm. I like them. I don't mind missing the trailer sometimes because it's hard to keep up on all of it. Mm. But it's wicked when you and like we've talked about how trailers sometimes spoil the best parts of movies. Yeah. So I probably won't seek these ones out. The new Batman to it, I'm okay. I'll like I'll check it out at some point down the road, but I'm the not like Batman excited for it. Sweet, does it? What I, what I love about I think the, I watched it. I think I watched it. The with the potential of the new Batman trailer is like for one, we're now seeing Batman be the world's greatest detective. We've never seen Batman be the world's greatest detective. I know that yeah. I talked about this earlier on when yeah. they announced that Robert Pattinson's Batman was happening, and then. I think when we started the podcast, that first trailer had just come out. But I got to tell you, man, seeing this, it's I'm so excited. Uh, it's going to do it for a lot of DC fans, for sure. It, uh, it is. And what I like about this is that it's like a year two of him being Batman. It doesn't coincide with the other Batman movies. So you don't have to like scratch your head go, going, what the fuck is happening? And then yeah. of how like the villains that they're putting into this one isn't like yeah penguin and catwoman have been used a few times but like riddler and also riddler but never to this degree they've always i always found that they will like i find that they're going to be used appropriately and what i'm really hoping what i want is that they all live because batman we talked about this for sure i i do want them all to live because that means if they go to arkham that means they can escape from arkham and then then the whole fucking thing begins again. And then you can, yeah. there, there are things you can branch out. And all I want for these movies, if you keep making them, is let them branch out. This whole killing the villain so you never have to use them again is lazy fucking writing. For sure. And it's people that don't understand comic books that are writing movies, basically. Some Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. Like when they kill off Thanos and this, like you had to, like to where they did it and how they did it. You had to, and that's a yeah. death that I understand, and it stays dead. Whereas, like, you look at the past comic book movies where they killed the Joker in the first Batman movie, and you're just like, you don't need to kill him, you arrest yeah. him, and then you could use him again. There's nothing the Batman about- wanted justice, yeah. There's justice no- isn't murdering everyone, yeah. And there's no problem with reusing characters. I don't understand why people get upset with this. Like yeah. you want to be able to branch out and then you can. You can create a movie where this guy's in prison and then he has to deal with this guy or he has to deal with these three guys because the thing about Batman is that he's one man 
fighting an onslaught of people. Yeah, exactly. And wouldn't you have just killed to have seen Billy D. Williams as Two Face? No idea who that is. Lando Calrissian. Okay, as Two Face, I can't see. He's in the first Batman movie as Harvey Dent. Oh, okay. It's been a long time, bro. Yeah. So I would have loved to have seen his Two Face, where he's just like some smooth talking man who's just like, "Hey, baby." Let me flip the coins. I know if I have to murder you. He would be able to talk it well. I could see. Yeah, I, I just, I would have loved to have seen that. And there's, uh, I'm not sure if they're released yet, but they did comic books rather recently that came from the 89 and 91 Batmans. Okay. So I think it's called Batman 89, and you can just kind of follow along, like, what happened after the death of the Joker kind of thing. Sweet. That's yeah, cool, for, man. Yeah, so DC. Death. Huh? I said cool stuff. Yeah. And then we got looks at uh, stuff that's coming for Aquaman, like Aquaman suits, the how Black, Ma- Black Mantha is looking. And I got to say, I love the last like Aquaman movie. I think that's the them and Wonder Woman. Are, I think they're the only two movies that kind of really did well in the recent years on the DC side. Yeah. Like, I love the Aquaman movie that came out. They made the him league a league movie too, like all yeah. of them. Yeah. The, just, the Snyder cut of the Justice, Justice League. league. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was solid as fuck too. Uh, and then we got like a snippet from Black Adam. We got to see The Rock like fuck some people up. Like I really recommend you go on a YouTube uh, wormhole after we talk because you'll see some cool shit. Uh, and then we got a an inside scoop to what's going on with the Shazam movie. So Black Adam is like the rival, like the arch nemesis of Shazam, or I was supposed to be called as Captain Marvel in the right. comics. But whatever, I digress. Marvel and DC both have one. Yeah, same shit. So he goes by Shazam. But like where where we're going with these movies is I can't wait. I can't wait. And especially I can't wait to see the crossover is Black Adam against Shazam. Because Shazam's like a PG-13 like comedy romp. Whereas Black Adam is going to be a rated R murder fest. Interesting. So... I'm just I what I don't know what's happening and I I'm just I am along for this ride. Yeah, it should be fun to watch for sure. Yeah. I'm sure I will tune in. Yeah, and they announced a Wonder Woman three, which uh, I love Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I think she's doing a wonderful job. I'll watch her play a fucking horse for God's sake. I think she can do anything. Yeah, she's very wonderful actress. That's for sure. She could play the fucking shark from Jaws. From all I care, I would love. I would watch Gal Gadot do anything. She, I think, would probably be pretty entertaining. Yeah. So yeah, no, there's a like, there's cool things on the horizon, man, and like, like to be a comic book nerd and love these films. It's like what's coming our way is amazing. Can't wait. It's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, man, I can't wait too. So yeah, that's sweet. I'm excited. I won't lie to you, Sean. <laughs> We're doing this really late on a Saturday night, and I'm supposed to hit the road like early tomorrow morning. So yeah, I'm fucking bagged. I was up at five this morning, and I like left work normal time. I did something today. I wanted to mention this just briefly, and then we'll wrap shit up. But there's certain things about driving that you don't like know until you drive. But boy, does it fucking feel good when you've been driving on a little bit less than where you'd like to be in the gas department. And then you stop and you fill that bitch right to the fucking top and it's full. It just yeah. kind of feels good because then you're like, I don't have to do that for a couple of days. Sweet. I mean, yeah. Small joys. Small joys. Yeah. I know it sounds fucking stupid. Have you ever been on, you haven't been on the losing end of that gamble yet, have you? Never. 
I've been but, in the car on the losing end, though, more so that my brother fucking completely blanked that he needed to put gas in his car in order for it to keep going. And all of a sudden, the car started sputtering. Like, what the fuck is going on here? I was like, fuck, I didn't put any gas. Like that kind of shit. Yeah, I've experienced that, but never me. Especially never you. You fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's my life. <laughs> I live by the rules. You want to make God laugh? Plan. Yeah, exactly. That's so. true, too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh yeah, man. I, I gotta wrap things up here, but I'm glad that you were able to fill your fill your tank when it was really low. Yeah, it was hot. Just saying <laughs> it wasn't even really low, it was just a little low. But it just feels nice when that shit's it was at three quarter tanks tank. and that made me uncomfortable. It's like a weird adult thing where you're like, I'm happy my gas tank is full. <laughs> it's like I don't give like young people don't give a fuck about that. But I don't know. Yeah, just so we'll uh we'll wrap up here. Uh, we'll get hats figured out. Um, I'll talk I'll talk to our wonderful people at a brand apart about getting some hats out there. Um, and then maybe we'll do something special for the people that listen to the podcast, like legitimately listen, and then we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll talk future things to come. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. we've been appreciating the messages through our Instagram account and through our email that we've been reading out almost yeah. weekly now. Yeah. So keep those coming. Anonymous, if you're out there listening to this, we still miss you. You still yeah. have a spot Anonymous, in our hearts. Happen? Like, honestly, we haven't forgotten you. We still talk about you in the fucking podcast, for Christ's sakes. Have you, have you like, dropped off the face of the earth? I'm actually kind of concerned for your well-being. It's a little weird. Should we call someone? Yeah. It's like the when problem. someone doesn't show up to work. Like, the problem you just is say nothing is like how do we how do we help you? You're anonymous. We don't know who you are. Exactly. Say, how do we get you help? <coughs> like we anyway. offer you a t-shirt and all of a sudden you go missing? Like this is, <laughs> this is insane to me. I uh wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that'll do it for this week of two sides of story. I'm Tom Size has been one side of the story. And I'm Sean Size, and this has been another side of the story. Have a great week, everybody. Live long and prosper. Size of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.